Good morning, Ocean View, and good morning to anyone else who may be listening in on today's message. I'm Judy Tillman. I'm a member of Ocean View, and I've got the privilege of speaking to you today about a very important time in the life of our church. It's the transition from one lead pastor to another. But before we get into that, we'd like to hear a scripture reading from Bev Duane. Good morning. Our scripture reading today is taken from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 8 through 24. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has destined us not for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other, as indeed you are doing. But we appeal to you, brothers and sisters, to respect those who labor among you and have charge of you in the Lord and admonish you, Esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, beloved, to admonish the idlers, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with all of them. See that none of you repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to all. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise the words of the prophets, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ the one who calls you is faithful and he will do this the word of God for the people of God thanks be to God Thanks, Bev. So as I said, today is a day of transition. It's a transition from one lead pastor to another in our church. We said goodbye to Pastor Michelle Yates last Sunday, and we'll be welcoming Reverend Edie Gleaves next Sunday. This change is happening during some very strange and difficult times. I must admit that I had a hard time writing this message. There is so much troubling my heart these days. In addition to saying goodbye to Michelle and hello to Edie, we all have our own struggles right now. We're dealing with the current coronavirus health crisis, which seems so confusing and all-consuming at times. And it's within that context that we have a newly renewed focus 
on the long fights for social justice, racial justice, and economic justice in this country. But in a time of pastoral transition, I remind myself that we are the church. We are the body of Christ in this world. As the wonderful old hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness, tells us, we have strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. But before we move to tomorrow, we need to say one more goodbye to yesterday. We need strength to say goodbye to our pastor of the last four years, Pastor Michelle. She has done so much for the body of Christ known as Ocean View. In four years, Michelle has added 120 new members to Ocean View. That is truly amazing. That's about a third of our average Sunday worship attendance. Michelle also did a great job identifying and supporting church leaders during her time here. You know, to paraphrase Mae West, church leadership ain't for sissies. It can be time-consuming and stressful, and Michelle has always been there encouraging and helping those folks in what sometimes feels thankless and hard to do. She did so much behind the scenes that most people never saw. Michelle has been a tremendous boost to our church finances. She preached on stewardship. She led by example in her own giving, and she encouraged and enabled the church to provide better pay and benefits to other clergy and staff. She advocated for more money to missions and other forms of community outreach. She has left this church in a much more stable and secure financial position. We are in better shape than a lot of churches to withstand the challenges of not being able to have in-person worship right now. Michelle has encouraged us with her public preaching and her private expressions of caring. Carolyn Allen, for just one example, has told many of us about how much Michelle meant to her and Ernie by being at Ernie's bedside during those last days in hospice care. Michelle has loved and cared for her flock at Ocean View, and for that we love her right back. And much of what Michelle has done has been at a significant cost to herself. She spent two years taking her Monday off day and traveling to Raleigh every month to participate in a fellows program with the North Carolina Conference Leadership Center. She worked hard and she brought many new ideas and enhanced skills back to us to build up this body of Christ. And I remember the first year she was here, she suffered a heart attack and only missed one Sunday in the pulpit. Last fall, she had an accident while visiting her granddaughters. She suffered many injuries, including a really bad broken arm and torn shoulder. Despite the pain, she was soon back in the pulpit, preaching in her normal, energetic, and joyful way. Then she would go home, put her arm back in its sling, 
and deal with the pain. In short, Michelle has been an amazing pastor to Ocean View, and it is hard to let her go, but we have to do that. As a matter of fact, there's actually an order of service in the Methodist birth book of worship for saying farewell to a pastor, and I'd like to read part of that now. In this service, if we were all here together, the congregation would say, we express our gratitude for your time among us. We ask your forgiveness for our mistakes. Your influence on our faith and faithfulness will not leave us with your departure. And then Michelle would say, I accept your gratitude and forgiveness, and I forgive you trusting that our time together and our parting are pleasing to God. I release you from turning to me and depending on me. I encourage your continuing ministry here and will pray for you and your new pastor, Reverend Edie Gleaves. What a wonderful way to say goodbye to each other. I only wish it could be done in person with the church full of people. We love you, Pastor Michelle. But as the hymn says, we have bright hope for tomorrow with Pastor Edie Gleaves. So what can I tell you about our new shepherd? Ironically, the first time I met her was about three years ago. I was interviewing with the District Committee on Ordained Ministry, which she chaired. I was seeking to have my certification as a lay minister transferred from my old conference to the North Carolina conference. I responded to a question with the idea that I thought we needed to have certified lay ministers provide transitions when churches were changing pastors. Edie responded to that and heartily agreed with it. And now, here we are for that transition. Since that first meeting, I have come to know Edie as a caring and committed Christian leader with many gifts to offer us at Ocean View. Let me give you just a few of the highlights from her biography. Edie Gleaves was born and raised in North Carolina. She comes from a long line of Methodist pastors going all the way back to her great-grandfather, and she received her call to ministry when she was just 16 years old. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was 16, I was worried about a geometry final and whether someone would ask me to the junior prom. Not Edie. Edie has a bachelor's degree from Wake Forest and a master's of divinity from Duke Divinity School. She also has a long line of firsts. Edie was the first woman of color ordained in the North Carolina Conference. She is the first woman of color to be the Episcopal nominee from the North Carolina Conference. And she has served as the associate or the lead pastor in many churches of all different sizes, and she's also served in cross-racial appointments. Edie spent many years in global ministries, commissioning 400 new missionaries and working across 40 countries. 
During that time, she started several new types of mission ministries. Edie has a heart for missions and the skills to succeed at those missions. Edie also serves on several boards, including the Methodist Home for Children and Duke Divinity School. Edie comes to us from her four-year assignment as the district superintendent for the Harbor District. As DS, she had responsibility for about 100 churches over 11 counties. I understand that when her DS term was up, she had a choice of churches to go to, and she chose us. On a personal note, she lives with her sister Barbara and three rescue dogs. She also has some interesting hobbies, but I will leave those for you to find out about. I know we all look forward to her teaching and preaching and to learning more about her faith story and her call to ministry. But for now, I leave you with a quote from her biographical sketch. She believes Christ gives us strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. That seems like a perfect statement of faith for Ocean View, the larger church, the country, and the world right now. And as we welcome a new lead pastor, our new lead shepherd, what are we as members called to do? In the passage that Bev read this morning, Paul tells the church at Thessalonica to respect their leaders and esteem them highly. How do we do that? What does that look like? Since I can't remember any list that's longer than three items, I like to think of living my faith by John Wesley's three simple rules. John Wesley's three simple rules are do no harm, do good, and stay in love with God. How do these guidelines help us to know how to respect and esteem our leaders? First, do no harm. We can avoid harm by making sure we do not let evil gain a foothold in our church. In Mark chapter 14, Jesus tells his disciples that he will soon be betrayed and that the disciples will desert him. He warns them that this evil will strike the shepherd and the sheep shall be scattered. Satan loves to strike at the shepherd in order to scatter the flock. Do not let Satan strike at our pastor. Do not let Satan scatter our flock. How do we inadvertently let evil in? One of the simplest and seemingly most innocent ways is by talking, by gossip. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 29 to 32, Paul tells us to let no evil come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up, as there is need, so that your words may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with which you were marked with a seal for the day of redemption. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander. 
together with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. Again, let no evil come out of your mouths. Put away all bitterness and wrath and anger. We can also avoid harm by watching out for dissension in our church. In the book of Romans, chapter 16, verses 17 and 18, Paul tells the church to keep an eye on those who cause dissensions and offenses. Avoid them, for such people do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. Instead, as verse 13 of our scripture today tells us, we are to be at peace among ourselves. Finally, we can avoid harm by remembering what we are to do if we have an issue with our pastor or anyone else in our church. Matthew 18 tells us we are to go to that person directly and talk to them about what is bothering us. So first, do no harm. Wesley's second rule feels a little better. Do good. The first thing that comes to mind for doing good is to pray. Pray for our pastors, Edie and Rick, and pray for our other church leaders as well. Church leadership is stressful. Pray for all of our leaders at Ocean View. Our scripture today tells us to respect and esteem the people in charge of us in the church. We do that by giving them the benefit of the doubt if we are uncertain about why they are doing something. We respect and esteem by speaking respectfully about them. Our pastor is our shepherd and we are the flock. That gives us the responsibility to follow and obey. In Hebrews 13:17, we are told to obey our church leaders and submit to them for they are keeping watch over our souls. We also can show respect for Edie by getting to know her, her special gifts and talents and abilities, and let her be who she is rather than who we think she ought to be. We do good by continuing to support the church and its ministries financially, even while we can't worship together in this beautiful sanctuary. And we can do good and support Edie by listening to her sermons every week and participating in classes and other small groups. So do good. The third simple rule is to stay in love with God. How can we support our pastor by staying in love with God? We can start by trusting as the prophet Jeremiah told us in chapter 3, verse 15, that God will give us shepherds after God's own heart who will feed us with knowledge and understanding. In Hebrews 13, 7, we are told to remember your leaders, those who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. We learned from Fred Roberts, we learned from Michelle Yates, and now we can learn from Edie Gleaves. I am grateful to God for each one of them. 
When it comes right down to it, staying in love with God is summed up best in Matthew 22:34 to 40. When the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So we need to remember that our pastor is also our neighbor. We should love our pastor as ourself. After all, the unity and strength of Ocean View is not just about who Michelle was or who Edie is, but it's about who we are. Before I close, I have a very special honor this morning. I get to present a gift from Michelle to Edie. This stole, right here, was given to Michelle by her first church in Groton, Vermont, when she was ordained as an elder. That is pretty special. And now Michelle is giving it to Edie as Edie comes to Ocean View. It is a symbol of Michelle's love for Edie and for Ocean View. And now let us pray. Loving God, we thank you and praise you for the gift of Michelle Yates these last four years. She has been a great blessing to this church. And we thank you for the gift of Edie Gleaves and the bright hope for tomorrow that she brings to us. We confess that we have not always loved others as you would want us to love. We ask for your forgiveness, God, for our mistakes. We pray that your Holy Spirit will help us to be the people that you want us to be. And we will give you all the glory. We pray all this in the name of the Good Shepherd, your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.